Welcome and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, this isn't one we thought we'd be making uh, on such short notice, but we feel the need that we need to make an emergency pod here tonight. Um, yesterday, as everybody knows, Tiger Woods was um, involved in a single car accident um, from the Sheriff's Department. Uh, the report said uh, on February 23rd, 2021 at approximately 7.12 a.m., uh, the L.A. Sheriff's Department responded to a single vehicle rollover traffic collision on the border of Rolling Hills Estates and Rancho Palos Verdes. The vehicle was traveling northbound on Hawthorne Boulevard at Black Horse Road when it crashed. The vehicle sustained major damage. The driver and sole occupant was identified as PGA, PGA Tour golfer Eldrick Tiger Woods. Mr. Woods was extricated from the wreck, then transported to a local hospital by ambulance for his injuries. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Um, you know, usually we're really excited to be making these podcasts. This is obviously a lot more somber news. Um, you know, what are you, you know, what are your early thoughts well, on, on this right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it's crazy, right? Like we were, we were talking before we started recording, just, uh, you, I rem- yesterday I'm seeing all the, him golfing and photos of it with, with David Spade and, and with D Wade and stuff. And then it's a couple hours later and our, our group chats blowing up and everything. Uh, and, and then the news is kind of blowing up. Um, a let's be happy that the dude's alive and right. sustained some injuries to his leg, catastrophic injuries to your leg. But um, I think overall, He'll, he's got a pretty strong prognosis to heal and be able to lead a, a fine quality of life um, moving forward. Who knows what that says as far as his golf game. Um, right. But right. The, the bigger issue being, you know, his, his family, obviously his youngsters. Um, and then, you know, it's, I'm glad he's okay because even if let's say he doesn't play golf again, it's been very cool the last few years to see him kind of, uh, let his guard down and become one of the guys and be a mentor to a lot of the younger players on tour. Um, right. And so, you know, uh, like, like the Kobe Bryant tragedy is, is it hits hurts a little deeper because that's kind of what Kobe was doing with a lot of young basketball players early in his retirement. Right. We got to see kind of the, the softer dude behind Mamba. Um, and so in that sense, we can all be happy that we know Tig's okay. He's going to be around. Um, but as diehard golf fans, obviously this one, this one hurts, right? Because, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're thinking hopefully he can get back for the masters around the corner. Um, and now it's a matter of, you know, who knows when he's going to be back and what's going to happen as far as the swing goes. Yeah. And he was on that interview with Nance, you know, talking about, you know, he just needs another MRI and then he can ramp up his activities. So, you know, he just gave us a taste of being able to see him at the masters, but I totally agree with you glad to still have big cat around tiger uh rory said the same thing you know who cares about golf at this point you know this guy's got a family he's got kids um and we're just we're just lucky to still have him around um hey and real quick to interject on on this the interview talking about his mri that's not a good sign for just even if this doesn't happen for him playing the masters to ramp things up right we're, we're about to be in march uh the masters six weeks away seven weeks, whatever it is, but you don't want to be getting MRIs right now to try to ramp things up to go play at Augusta and win. Correct. Very true. So Very true. I, I, I don't think it was that encouraging as far as just him playing in the immediate future. Um, but, but uh, now, yeah, obviously 
it'll be a, a long while. Yeah, it's going to be next. I mean, I would just assume he's just going to take the entire year off. Who knows if he even ever plays again? Um, that's the last thing that we're you know really worried about. Um, well, hey, Ben Hogan did it in the fifties, right? Uh, and came back from a catastrophic injury and some janky ass. Uh, probably a surgeon that was smoking a cigarette while yeah. he was putting his legs back together. So, uh, yeah, Shay, you got a broken yeah, yeah. leg. Uh, and so with modern medicine, who knows? Ben Hogan uh, was, uh, he, his anesthesia was probably just like liquor or something. Like they didn't even put him down, put him under. The biggest dude in town slugged him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, you know, this is, this is a, this is new territory for us. We're trying to, um, you know, obviously record, record this podcast because this news is super important. So I figured we would touch upon our picks for this week really quick, and then we'd really dive into the rest of the tiger news to figure out like, you know, what we know, what we expect, um, you know, and, and you know, what, what, where we think he's going to go from here. So with that said, uh, last week's picks, how'd they do for you? Uh, I got a good winner. I had Matty Fitz, Matt Fitzpatrick, um, plus 750. So that covered uh, my entries and then some. Um, and then I was hoping to get Kokrak in there. He kind of fell apart on Sunday. Uh, but hey, you know, winner's a winner. Uh, yeah, when you get one of the, when you get one of those, those, uh, you know, plus 500 plus guys, you know, it's, it's yeah. that's a big win. That's a big win. It is. It was nice. It was nice. Needed it. Really needed it. Um, given the other bets going on around the weekend. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll dive into more of, uh, you know, unpacking the Genesis on Friday. Um, my picks all failed except for Victor Hovland. Yeah, I thought, he got in the winner's circle, baby. Yeah. I, I, I thought that he was out of it. He was like, he was, he was two under going into Sunday. He did the opposite of Coke rack. They yes. essentially switched spots. He made a good move. Yep. Yep, I, I won uh, at three fifty for him, so I covered all my other bets and then some, um, and made a couple extra couple extra dollars there. Um, obviously, this week is the WGC uh, at the concession. Uh, just real quick, you know who you got going into this week? All right, so this is interesting. Um, the concession, so that's that's a course that's not on. This is a new course on tour, brand new. So, yeah. Um, the only move, thing move from Mexico, right? It, this was moved from Mexico. Yeah, this to used to be in Mexico City. Um, so a couple things on the betting front, right? It's a WGC event. So you've got a lot of other good golfers from the European tour and potentially the Asian tour that are there. You got a smaller, slightly smaller field. I forget, I don't know what the exact number is on the field, but um, a different kind of population than we would in just your standard PGA event. Cause you also got the PGA event going on in Puerto Rico that, no one cares about, right. It's essentially a corn fairy event, um, <laughs> but it's good for, I mean, Hey, good for guy, Victor. Ho I shouldn't say that, right. Victor Hovland won it last year and got onto the tour by winning it. And, and, yep. and he's in this situation where he qualified for the WGC. So he doesn't even have to go defend his crown. Right. So that's right. I, I shouldn't downplay it. Like I did. Um, having said that we got a course that, w that hasn't hosted a PGA event. Uh, I believe it hosted the NC2A championships a while back. Um, 2015, but, I think. Yeah, no PGA. Um, so uh, you don't have course numbers to go off of. It's in Florida. So we know it's the Florida swing. Um, so it's kind of just a random 
thing, right? So I, 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 there's no like comparables essentially is what right. I was getting at. So, uh, for example, like last week I was using Augusta and, 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 um, comparing that to Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. They score well, they're similar in yardage, right. Similar kind of shots needed. So I just picked guys that are good Florida guys, Florida players. And I use a figured you probably just want to be accurate. It's a Nicholas course. So I use shots, um, approach, approach, strokes gained approach is, is kind of, that's how, uh, I, I came across one of your guys. So, 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 so I have to say this before you even say your pick. So it's Hideki Matsuyama and who else did you pick this week? Of course I, I, you have to, I wanted to go three. You have to go with, I have to do, I said it last week, right? He didn't, he missed the cut. <laughs> I believe, uh, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to have to take, I'm not cause damn it. It's going to happen here in Florida. He's put, he'll, he'll play better. And, what I got him at with the chalk um, kind of says enough too for me, right? So I've got Hideki on there at plus three fifty. That's you're talking about a guy that's missed a bunch of cuts um, and he's still only plus three fifty to get to the top ten. So I think I think the odds makers are on that as well. Um, so that's a chalky pick, but a dude that typically plays well in Florida, um, Mister Florida, the chalkiest of my picks, Sunjay M. Uh, one at Bay Hill last year uh, is always up in the Florida events took the last two weeks off from uh, the West coast swing. I've hit on him earlier this season. Uh, I've forgotten what, what, what Hawaii event, but hit on him in a Hawaii event. So uh, that's, that was kind of an easy pick. And then another dude that's Mr. Florida uh, Tommy fleets plus three fifty or a top 10 uh, again, just a guy that plays well. You look back at like Bay Hill. I'm forgetting some of the other Florida courses, uh, Doral, um, et cetera. Right. He's always up there on him. So uh, him and my last one, my long shot is uh, the Frenchman. So I did pick right a, a WGC event. I picked one of these euros coming over. So at plus 900, I got Victor Perez who uh, I think he was a runner up at the BG or at the PGA or not PGA at the BMW. There we go. Trying to get that out uh, last year. And he finished top five. He's been in the top five, top 10 of a lot of the last Euro events. And he finished up in the top three. I want to say with uh, like Bryson and DJ out there in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So good player. Um chance to get a guy kind of at a little bit more value, I think for kind of what his stats show on uh, the Euro tour. Uh, I think we're getting him at a, a pretty good value at plus 900 um, just cause not many know about him. Yeah. Honestly, when I saw Perez, I was like, Pat Perez is playing in this. I had no idea that it was a different WGC Perez, but... event. Right. So you yeah. got all these guys um, and, and seemingly right. It seems, it, it seems like there's, when we watch a WGC, you got they're tougher because there's so few and far between, but there always is some Euro dude that's, you know, killing it. Yeah. Right. Some random ass Euro. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Um, for myself this week. Yeah. What you uh, got? I got, so I'm going to go with my, my chalky pick first. I got to ride the, the Vicky Hove train. He's now at a measly point or plus two twenty five. Uh, but after making that pick, you know everything I've read, a lot of a lot of folks are picking him to you know to do well. Um, even even some are picking him to win this thing. 
Yeah, I um, think it's just a matter of time before he wins a tournament here. Yeah, he's hit for he's hit for me twice. I, by I that think, I mean like in the next month or two, right? Right, like, right. Uh, he's right there, and you know, I'm, I'm and I'm trying to stick to my guys. I picked at the at the beginning of the year to really you know stick to it, to, so I can track you know how they're doing week to week to see you know how far off I was, how right I was, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I got him at two twenty five. Um, I picked Justin Rose at plus 500 and, you know, I wish I had a better, uh, explanation for why I picked him. It's just, I feel like Justin Rose, I haven't seen much of him this year. Uh, He's been been playing Europe. Yeah. And I I just have a feeling, I mean, this is a sneaky, tough golf course with plenty of opportunities for scoring. Some say it's like one of the most difficult golf courses in, um, in Florida, believe it or not. And just, you know, he's the type of guy who kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes I feel. And I saw the value at plus 500 and I was, yeah. you know, that's, and he's a, he's a, he's a strokes gained approach guy. He's not going to kill it off the tee and use his distance. Exactly. He's, he's, when he's playing his best, it's, it's uh, going into the green and leaving him short putts. Yep. And he's done really well in these events, you know, in the years, uh, in years past. So, you know, I like that. I like this pick and I like your, your last pick. I I, I was very close to these guys were on my long list and didn't make my short list. Right. Yeah. So I, and then I got, you know, a fan favorite and Kevin Kisner, um, at plus eight twenty five. obviously he's, he's won one of these events in the past. Um, he thrives in, in, in these style of events, he can roll the rock. Uh, from what I understand, these greens are tough to put on. The course is not particularly long. Um, he doesn't even fuck with the West coast because he doesn't like putting on the POA. He, no, he, he, no. he wants to get him out there on that bent grass. Boy. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, <laughs> it's all about the bent grass dude. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, he's just that value and it's a fan favorite. Some guy I really want to see do well. Um, you know, why not? Why not? If he hits, you know, it covers everything else and then some for ne- the next few weeks. So, yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, th- those are, that's my picks. Um, so I guess we should probably, you know, dive into now, you know, what we know about the Tiger Woods situation here. Um, again, this isn't something we were planning on having a, a podcast on a Wednesday. We always record on Fridays, usually post a day or two after that. Um, so, you know, what do we know? Um, you know, I, I read the statement earlier from the police and early on, what it looks like is he has significant injuries to his right leg, um, a broken femur, tibia, ankle, foot, um, high energy fractures. I don't want to get, you know, too gruesome on, on the, on the details here. I didn't know that he broke his femur. I thought he just broke tibia, fibula, and then, uh, the opposite side ankle and foot. Yeah. So femur too. Uh, that's what I heard earlier, but I am open for fact checking. Um, but it sounds pretty bad and it sounds like it's yeah, going yeah. to take, take significant time to heal. We were talking about it a little bit earlier that, you know, if he plays at all this year, that'd be a miracle. I mean, he's 45 years old. He just got out of a back surgery and who knows if the back, if his back isn't affected by, I don't know, flipping your car over in a major yeah. you know, collision. Yeah. Um, so he's got rods, screws, hardware in his body. So, I mean, the injuries are, are extremely significant. They're, yes. And I'm trying to pull up that picture that he, or his uh, uh, quote yesterday to see, because I, I don't recall seeing anything about his femur. Are you talking about the? Which is that, important because that's the fucking. The, the, the biggest, biggest bone. Muscle, the biggest bone and strongest bone in your body, right? Um, 
Are you talking about the official? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From his Twitter. Okay, right? nope, you're right. It's a fibula, not a femur. So that's that's actually great news. Um, so it's uh lower portions of the tibia, tibula, tibia and fibula bone. Fibula, yeah, yeah, yep. yep. But I mean, they're still so. I mean, compound, commuted, open, right? So it, yeah. it's all that's still very gnarly. Um, yeah, dude. That, so I mean, it's uh. So when you hear like the, the what are they what are they calling it compression injury or or whatever, right? I think of I think of uh, it brings me back to a, like an old biomechanics class, and they're talking about just like you know soft tissue structure, bone structure, and like kind of what it's most resistant to. And they it was like they we watched the person our teacher embedded like a clip of. Uh, I don't know, some Discovery Channel show, right? Where mm -hmm. they're like investigating how much a, this a femur can hold, right? And they just put all this pressure on and this motherfucker just exploded. It's like something crazy, thousands, 20, tens of thousands of pounds of force that you need to break your femur. But all I can think of was like that when I was reading the first uh, struck, like kind of overviews of these injuries. So yeah, he's got it on right just from someone who's got a little idea in the medical standpoint and orthopedic standpoint. He's got one leg, one lower leg broke. From what I understand, it's bilateral, right? So one ankle's say his left ankle screwed up, and then his lower legs broke on the other leg. Um, and so he had surgery on both legs, which mm -hmm. is just the rehab of that is going to be just grueling because you know m most of the time when you have surgery on a leg, you have your other leg to yeah to rehab with and be be on so anytime you have a bilateral or both side leg injury like that is uh just the standpoint like logistics standpoints a nightmare um and, and the rehab's a nightmare uh but again this you know here's what's encouraging right bones heal uh obviously probably had some tendon damage the big the biggest concern will probably be like any sort of nerve and tendon damage down the road right right because you can and you're going to lose mobility, but do you, does he need, do you need that much mobility at your ankle joint in golf? Some would argue, but you know what I mean? I don't think crazy. Right. And I, right. I'd imagine it's 2022, 2021 rather. Um, I saw you, Tony Finau pop his ankle back in after it dislocated. So yeah. And really so like synthetic, hips, well. synthetic knees are, they're dope as hell right now. So, you know, I, I'm confident in the medicine's ability to allow him and a chance to recover. Like I said, I think the biggest issue moving forward is if he had any nerve damage and kind of soft tissue tendon damage. Um, but we know this dude's going to grind and get back and he can rehab, right? Right. I mean, he's, uh, he's been rehabbing the last 20 years. You exactly. Know? Exactly. That's so... so I'm not, uh, you know, there's kind of encouragements there, you know, trying to, and we know he can do see it. This, see it, this it, little it, half it, glass, it, half full versus, yeah. uh, we know he can do it. The, the question I think is like, does he want to do it? You know, he's 45. Does he, does he think he's really going to break Jack's record? Um, it's really difficult for him to, you know, he, he doesn't play a full season. Um, you know, it's up to him at this point. Yeah, the fan in me, you know, that's the kind of hard part is because you, you do think, I think he'll be able to lead a regular life shit. I think he'll maybe be able to win a tournament here or there on, yeah. on tour again. But, you know, the championship and major championship 
chips are ser- seriously in doubt and then just kind of the longevity of playing. Um, but like we kind of said in the beginning, right, it, that, that all takes a second seat to just getting healthy and getting yourself back and making sure the the regular quality of life is there. Right. So with that said, before I, I want to dive in that into that a little bit later. Um, one thing I think we owe our listeners um, to at least address is the elephant in the room. Why do we think he got in this accident? You know, he's just coming off of a back injury. He's in that interview with Jim Nance uh, on Sunday, or was it Saturday? One of the days over the weekend. And I mean, to be honest, he looked a little bit swollen in the face. He looked, his eyes were red. Um, He looked like he was either, like he was a a little bit under the influence of something. Um, Or perhaps hungover. Or perhaps hungover. It could have been, it could have been, anything i'm just saying what it looks like you know given what we know now compared to what it looked like at the time like we were all laughing at it like oh you know when the edibles kick in after nine yeah, holes you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and like you know who cares if you you know if, if that's the case but given the fact he's getting over another back injury or a back surgery and the last time he had a back surgery it didn't go so well in terms of you know uh, self-medication or over-medication, we'll just call it. So, I mean, what are you thinking? Do you think that that's related? Do you, um, I, I think, right. I, so the officers and the police reports don't bring anything up of that. Um, right. You got to get a true toxicology report to see if he was on some kind of pills or something. That's right. Cause they I did think say- they're merely coincidental. Um, they did right? say that there's no charges. He um, could have bad allergies over the week because it was windy and uh that could be why his eyes were puffy too so you know people can over speculate um i don't i didn't like some of the coverage too it's trying to spin it almost like you know investigating if booze is involved and, and all this the just the way the media can spin some stuff uh i didn't really particularly like that but no man i think it's just he probably was driving too fast. Those, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking California living baby on highway one or, you know, similar to that. Right. So you're right. hitting a little windy road. You drive too fast. You take your eyes off the road for a second and some bad shit can happen real quick. Maybe he's yep. looking at his phone. Um, so I, I just think it's just a, a bad accident. Obviously that I, I'm a little biased and that I want no toxic, toxicology results to come back and throw a boy under the bus but um yeah yep he uh you know they will have to wait till the toxicology yeah we gotta we gotta just wait till we know right till the facts all the facts come out but by all accounts you know the the sheriff said that they were he was fully responsive that he actually didn't really know how bad he was injured when uh they arrived at the scene um well, you were talking about a guy that fucking won a major on a broken leg and that's no ACL. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And, and I'm glad you said that too. I don't want to speculate, you know, I want the last, the last time, you know, this type of news came around, um, there was no speculation and it turned out to be really bad. Uh, this time around, I'm hoping that it's, you know, just a true accident. I don't want to, you know, I, I would hope that he would learn from his lesson um, in the past yeah. He's got kids. He's got, you know, everything going for him. Obviously he's, he's Tiger Woods. Um, so I'm hoping that that is not the case. Not a good look for Genesis, huh? No. Well, Hey, it, it could be a really good look. It saved his life. That car, that car. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Or the, they're, <laughs> they're the crap wannabe luxury car that robbed us of the goats final years. Oh my God. <laughs> 
uh, we're going to have to figure we're honestly, we're going to have to <laughs> see how all this shit turns out because I don't even know what to think. I don't even know what to think. Um, let's see what else. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the major thing that had me, that had me at least a little bit skeptical at first was, was that interview with, with Nance, um, and just the, you know, the previous history of, yeah. of what had happened. So I guess the last thing I want to ask you is what do you think? You know, do you think he plays again? Do you think that, uh, you know, you kind of already addressed this, but do you think that he, you know, comes back and, and, and if you had, if you had to put a hundred bucks on something happening with his playing career in the future, what would it be? I mean, he's shown this, this tiger fucking woods y'all. You can't bet against the goat. I'm going to bet on him coming back and winning tournaments. Um, and the, I mean, I'm not that good of a better, so I'll bet on him to win a major too. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we all agree. We can't count <laughs> we can't count out Tiger Woods. Um, you know, and I doubt that anybody of importance that's close to Tiger Woods is listening to this podcast. But if they are, you know, all you know, we give we give him the utmost respect. Um, we're really hoping for the best. Um wishing a speedy recovery. We're going to be thinking about him. It's going to, it, you know, it, it sucks that he's not going to be playing this year, but we're just really thankful that, um, you know, he appears to be recovering. He's going to be fine. Uh, and that's, I think that's what really matters the most. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, obviously golf's a lot more fun when he's in it. I don't think he was going to play that many tournaments at the end of the day this year. Anyway, it's right. yeah. some majors and, you know, Bay Hill and et cetera, a couple of those tournaments leading up to majors, maybe three tournaments that are non-majors. So uh, obviously it stinks. Um, and like you said, I don't think you could have put him better. We're hoping him well, hoping him a speedy recovery, hoping he's back to fist pumping and crushing drives with Charlie and all that stuff. Indeed. Um, we'll talk about this more on Friday. Uh, we'll be back with our usual you know, our picks covering with the current tournament. So we'll be talking about the WGC. We might even talk, touch on a little bit of the Puerto Rican open. Um, but that's it that we got for this week. Wonderful. Talk to you on Friday, my friend. All right. So not for this week. <laughs> <laughs>that does it for this episode of the sandy bars podcast obviously one we didn't want to have to make but we want to thank you all for joining us and if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe on spotify or apple podcast or anywhere you get your podcast content join us on friday with our regular scheduled podcast and lastly be sure to follow us on instagram at sandy bars golf and visit our website sandypars.com for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews reading guides and more You'll see strong body, strong swing articles out there. And we want to give a special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen. And until next time, hit him straight.